Here at Country Roads magazine for 40 years, with curiosity as our guide, we've been wandering the back roads of Mississippi and Louisiana, discovering and sharing Southern culture's most compelling stories. It's a chance to listen closer and discover more. And maybe laugh a little too. I'm James Fox-Smith, publisher. And I'm Jordan LaHaye-Fontenot, managing editor. And I'm Alexandra Kennan, arts and entertainment editor. And this is Detours, a new podcast from your friends at Country Roads Magazine. Hey, Jordan. Hey, James. Hey, Alex. Hey, Jordan and James. And? Hey, Chris Turner-Neal. How are you? Back as a special guest again for the Detours Country Roads podcast. We are delighted he's joining us. He's senior managing editor at 64 Parishes, uh, former arts and entertainment editor for Country Roads magazine, and a frequent and prolific freelance contributor to Country Roads, for which we are eternally grateful. Um, Chris, in, uh, I suppose... Country Road contributors don't really have beats, do they? But mm-hmm. I guess is as close as we could get to Chris's beat would be a um, a roving Plimpton-esque experiential reporter of odd and unusual um, misadventures misadventures around the Louisiana landscape. I, I have gotten paid to do things I felt like doing anyway, which has been <laughs> particularly valuable. Then I think that is something that's working both in for both of oh, us, yeah. right? And then you tie it all up in the snarky, witty, hilarious bow, and for I that we are so grateful. <laughs> yes, yes. You are funny. <laughs> yes, you are funny. Well, and the, the things that you tend to, to seek out and to pitch to go do tend to be pretty funny as well, which is why we're here today. I uh-huh. always love it when in the Country Roads editorial Slack channel, I'll get, you know, Jordan or you will be like, you, ca- you just wait till you hear this pitch that Chris Turner Neal's <laughs> just sent us. Yes. That's always the best part of a, of a Monday editorial pitch. It's meeting. nice to be talked about. Always <laughs> exciting. Yes, your ears are all, always burning from, from the Country Roads editorial meeting still yeah. to this day. Though we do love love the great work you're doing over at 64 Parishes. And uh, on my end, I'm a little biased, but I'm grateful that you've opened this chair up since then, uh, since, <laughs> since I'm, I'm currently in your former position. But um, but yeah, and, and back when you were in that position, I mean, I remember going with you over to Mississippi to photograph a taxidermist. And that, oh, that was fun. That was a good trip, right? Right. We had some great, great truck stop lunch after that. And that is just one of many sort of bizarre uh, rural adventures that you have gone on for Country Roads in, in your time time uh, writing for us, you know, in search of a, a good or funny or somehow relevant story. Um, but this year, I would argue, might have been one of your most daring excursions for the sake of, of culture journalism yet. Yeah, Chris, just, just before you, Alex, before you get into that, Chris, if asked... Um, to describe the sorts of stories that you are compelled to pitch, the sorts of subject matter you're compelled to pitch, what would you say it is that attracts your attention? Aggressive whimsy. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's great. Well, there we have it. There we have it. So... um... Well, this one was certainly aggressively whimsical, um, if nothing else. Um... But but yeah, Chris, I mean, would you agree with me with with that assessment that this might have been your most daring excursion? I mean, I know I personally I received a a, a photo, in fact, a selfie from you via text during the course of, of this excursion. And I will just say that I, I was grateful that it was only from the neck up. 
<laughs> a little shoulder in there. A little shoulder, a little cheeky shoulder, yeah. It'll just just to prove the point. <laughs> and, and thank you for that. Yeah. Did you remember the sunscreen? I It was early enough in the day, and I was not staying especially long. And so I, I honestly don't remember... That's I, a no. I, yeah, I, I must. I must not have because I would have remembered having to hit everywhere, and I don't. So I probably didn't. <laughs> Very, good. Very good. All right. Have we teased long enough? I... Let's get to the the flesh of the matter, the meat. <laughs> you know, I'm beginning to think that every single episode of this podcast has to have at least one embedded pun in it. <laughs> yeah. So, Chris, tell us where you went. I went to Indian Hills Nudist Park in Slidell, Louisiana. Yes, you did, and oh thank goodness. And, and this is a James Foxsmith idea because I, when I worked in the office, it, it, somehow it came up and you thought it was funny and you're like, we've got to send someone. Someone's <laughs> got to go. And and I was like, I'll do it. And you're like, no. And, and you had someone else going to go. like, no, I'll, just, I'll walk around Slidell naked. I don't, I don't. <laughs> and I... And I I just kept it in like the idea kitty and I I, I don't I, you know what I think honestly think it was I think it was after COVID and I was bored <laughs> and I think I think I was just like maybe I, I, I do I need to walk around Slidell naked I don't know I need I need to cheer myself up <laughs> I feel like we've been talking about it for a while too um, I think that it's like maybe right when I became managing editor I remember you pitched it and then we kept talking about it and you would say things like well let's wait until it gets a little warmer and then, <laughs> well, then let's wait till it gets a little cooler <laughs> yeah. we've all seen that Seinfeld episode I mean yeah uh, we, we've all just seen like I have I sunburn very very easily I when, when I was in college I went to a tanning bed for reasons that are still obscure <laughs> I, they put me in there for the shortest amount of time on the weakest thing and I came out this just perfect, even pink. It was <laughs> lovely. It looked like a child's bedroom. Oh. <laughs> so were you ner- when you finally decided you were going to do it, you know, we were sending you. Um, were you nervous at all? Yes. Talk us through this day. Yes, but not enormously. So, you know, we I think like a lot of people, I have these two ideas about the body, which is like people are too people have unhealthy thoughts about your body. We need to like accept how we are. We we exist as flesh. We cannot be weird about it. We can we can be more relaxed about the fact that we have in our bodies and we move through the world in them. And this is like, but I but I ate so much crap on glass over the pandemic. I don't want people <laughs> to see. I don't I'm I'm thirty how old was I? I I get confused about my actual age and the age I pretend to be. And I was <laughs> definitely in the back half of my thirties at the time I did this. And I was like, oh God, all flesh is grass. And just and so, like, on one level, I was like, oh, but people will see. And on the other, I was like, whatever, I'm making the field. It's not. Ultimately, the basic human condition is to be, like, nude in gentle woods. Like, that's what our ancestors did. That's what our cousins, the other apes, still do. Like, it's, I don't, I was weird and it was uncomfortable a little bit to begin. But also at the same time, like, I don't think it's supposed to be, which mm-hmm. helped. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So now we are talking about what we think is Louisiana's only clothing optional campground. Is that is that, that is my true? understanding. It's either the only like it's the only public one. It's if you're coming to Louisiana and you're a nudist or nudist curious, nudist adjacent, this is what shows up on the list and it's 
certainly the best known. I think it's the only one, but I don't want to hand okay. on the Bible that. Okay. Okay. And and so just from the main the specs, can you describe what Indian Hills is, how large it is, where it is, just the basics of what you are greeted by um, just from the physical characteristics of the place? So you it, – it feels – it's not like in downtown Seidel, but it's closer to town than you think it is. Like I was – you know, driving up there on the GPS, and you're like, oh, it's certainly, there are certainly buildings. Um, and then you go, you buzz in at the gate, and you, there's a fairly large trailer that's set up. And they have these little, like, cheeky nude gnomes in the garden in front of the trailer, which delighted me. <laughs> and, and there's sort of this mental countdown when am I going to see the first nude person? And I'm, I'm a sophisticated city dweller, and so you don't you don't be like weird, like oh wow, gosh. <laughs> and so you're like, I'm gonna be real cool and be like, you're nude. And so of course I go in the office, the woman's perfectly clothed. Um, and you know you have to. Um, I was like, hi, you know, I'm here to meet Tim. Um, and she's like, okay, cool. I'll he's out doing something on pro- the property, but I'll ping him and he'll come by and I'll pick you up in the. A golf cart. And I said, cool. And I'm like, all right, Tim's going to show up. He's going to be naked because he runs the nudist colony. We're going to be chill about <laughs> it. I'm not going to be like, hey, Tim, you're naked. I'm just going to be like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. And Tim shows up. He's perfectly dressed because he's at work. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. So I'm, and I, I had this idea in my mind that it was rude to have clothes on. And so I kept being, I kept being like, do I, do I just like, do I leave it on the car? Do I, like, should I just leave my, <laughs> clothes here because it, it just felt very impolite to walk in and be like hi guys this is my shirt and my pants <laughs> <laughs> and and that's wrong like you're just allowed to have clothes on um and so he takes me it's a very nice man he takes me on the um this golf cart tour and eventually i do actually see a naked person i'm cool as a cucumber <laughs> um and it's it's a it's a big property. Like it feels campground sized. I am notoriously poor with acres, acreage, but it's got, you know, it's got a couple of ponds. I believe they're stocked with fish. It's got um, places where you can park a camper. It's got cabins that you can rent. It's got camp. It's got more, what I believe are called rustic campsites. Um, and it's got like a little nature path. It's it's definitely a place where you'd want to s- spend a few days and just relax in nature. And so an- another thing that it has is around one of the ponds are cement animals because people will come for a, a summer or something. People will come for a while and they'll decorate their campsite and then they'll be like, oh, I, I don't know that I need the cement giraffe at the house. <laughs> so there's this, this like gentle little concrete menagerie which i <laughs> worshipped and and this is this is populated by cement creatures that people have brought from other places and bequeathed to the campground that was my understanding there's i mean there's not like a huge number but there's probably half a dozen which is enough to which to was enough thing. to delight me make you wonder <laughs> if there's some some pattern here which yeah. is enough to make me say i'm sorry is that a giraffe <laughs> um and it's you know it and you know i went in the morning because I had something to do in the afternoon, and so I had to. You know, I was texting my board. And I'm like, I'm going to get a slide out. I'm going to take off all my clothes, and I'll be back in time for whatever we were doing. I don't remember <laughs> what it was. Um, and so I had this like perfectly normal interview with the guy, and I'm I'm still 
completely dressed and i'm just like i and i'm like i i'm like okay i i could and there was this moment of truth where i was like i could get out of this <laughs> but i'm like i'm i'm i would feel i would feel like a coward um and i would feel like a coward because i would be a coward and so i have to like this like perfectly nice man i just have to be like it's it's felt very date like in the worst way because i because i basically had to ask this man if i could take my clothes off now <laughs> oh. and i was so like there's that to ask. of truth right where you get to a certain point where this this could go one of two ways well and, and there's that the actual process of getting transition from one state the clothed one to the not clothed today would strike me as probably the most awkward part of the entire experience it, it t- talking about it was worse because I because apparently because and I realized you know he gets media inquiries sometimes it's exciting that there's a nudist colony and not a nudist colony a nudist park in um, Slide Hill and uh, so they do press occasionally and I just I just think these journalists keep their clothes on um, or maybe they arrive nude and um, so I had to just be like so um, I I don't think it would be fair to to write the article if I didn't experience it can I can I just do I just go? He's like, and he, first of all, he changed. This was really, it, it charmed him that I wanted to actually do it. And he went from being polite to enthusiastic. Like, <laughs> like he was clearly like, oh yeah, totally. Let me get, let me get you, um, let me get you set up with, I don't remember the um, office worker's name, but you're like, yeah, go in. You have to like fill out, you, if you're going to be naked, you have to fill out a waiver. Uh, I see. Against, okay. Okay. I don't know, okay. perverts and graspers or whatever. And so I went in and I, I paid my little fee and she's like, all right, well, here's here's a towel and you can put it in that tub when you're done and go on and pull your car around. So I pulled my car around and I'm like, I, I no. immediately have this order of operations problem because I'm like, okay, I have these garments. <laughs> I need to put them in the car in an order that makes sense without stepping on these rocks and I need to get all my clothes off and then I need to get my socks and shoes back on. And so there's just – and there's like – I also had sunglasses and so there's this complex <laughs> – oh, no, that doesn't – no, that's not how that works. And eventually I am wearing only sunglasses, socks, shoes, and several tattoos. <laughs> and that's more naked than being naked with the socks it's, and shoes. It's incredibly naked yeah. because, because it's it's like emphasis. It's like quotation marks. It's like, you know, it's between these two man-made things, <laughs> a nude body. Work, the, the, the glasses and the shoes are works of man, everything in between. Everything God else. and your parents. Really drives it home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, now, and now that I'm at the age to like really, really start to look like my parents had a child and it's me, <laughs> which is a mixed blessing. Um, I'm just like, OK, well, here we are. And I and I've said this before. I was naked. and I didn't know what to do um, because, you know, I didn't have I'm, I'm not going to get in and swim. I'm a poor swimmer. Um, I'm. So I just like I just like took a walk, and so it was really nice because it was cool, and I like felt like I was being daring. And I and you know he he comes back around in the um, Tim who had given me the tour comes back around in the golf cart and he gives me a thumb up, and I'm like, mm. <laughs> and and there's like this smattering of other naked people who are minding their own business and don't think they're having this grand adventure, <laughs> and I'm. And I'm just, I, you know, I go down the nature walk and I see a couple of people. Hey, hey, how are you? And it's, it is weird because it is not weird at all. It's just like, no, we came here because we thought it would be fun to be naked outside. And there's this cool breeze and it's like 
two degrees cooler than perfectly pleasant weather, so like everything feels crisp. Mm. And I, you're, they give you a little, like a little sticky dot to put on your phone camera, so you're not just being like, da, 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 mm. which is a perfectly reasonable precaution. Yeah. And I, I broke it only to take a selfie of myself next to some flowers and just be like, Alex, Alex, I did it. Alex, <laughs> can we put that in the show notes? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, oh, I've got it. It's it is c- calm down or get excited. It it is just a picture of me in sunglasses, and you can <laughs> see a, a tattooed wing on my shoulder. Mm. So it's not the most thrilling artwork. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then and then it's just fun because you're like, okay, cool. I'm I'm like being a little bad, but in this perfectly reasonable, healthy way. I'm walking around. I'm seeing stuff, and then I I did the loop of the nature trail. I was like, oh well. Okay, I guess I should do a little more. I did pay for this. And so I just like take this other loop and I'm just like, okay, I'll just hi. You're naked. Yeah, okay, cool. You're, it, it, you know, whenever you do something just to explore, you're kinda like, okay, did I did I do it? Did I have the experience? Like is this Is this it? Is this social nudity? Is this what I did? And and so you just kinda hang out for a while and you're like, Okay, no, pe- people people saw me. I saw people. I they're <laughs> If anyone doubts that I did this, there are witnesses. I can I can compellingly write an account of this, and they're just like, okay, cool. I n- now now I've been naked outside for like twenty minutes, and I just got dressed and was like, I put my clothes on. I'm coming home now, and it was it was really it was anticlimactic, and I mean that in a good way. Mm. Like you you get past like. You know, your nervousness about, like, your body and then this idea of, like, oh, but am am I supposed to be breaking this tattoo? Like, these taboo – these people are naked. Can I be naked? Like, it's – we're so conditioned against it. But then when you do it, you're like, oh, this is why it's called naturism. It feels relatively natural. Like, it's not – like, my – my body was made to be nude outside at certain temperatures. Yeah. So that's, I guess, what I was curious about was – after a certain period of time, you get suddenly to a, well, what's the big deal feeling this doesn't feel that weird after you break through that initial barrier of um, taboo? To, to me, it did because it's yeah. like, okay, you've like after after the first after you see the first person see you and not think it's weird that you're nude. OK, that's fine. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so. Y- Years ago, Ashley and I, before we were married, we spent some time in Greece. And there are various islands in Greece. Well, most Greek islands have it's, – it's pretty normal for, to go to the beach. Um, there'd be nude beaches. And so Ashley's got a, a, a great story about when she was first there. She was you know, uh, raised in relatively conservative South Louisiana. And here she is on this Greek island by herself so liberating and free and she finally after a couple of I think she'd been on this island for a week or two she finally summed up the courage to go to the nude beach and you know finally summed up the courage to take off her top and to lie down and she and she only did this because the beach was completely empty and there was nobody there and she finally summed up the courage and she got naked and she got out in the sand only and then within five minutes 
half a dozen German dudes showed up out of nowhere, <laughs> tore off all of their clothes and began playing frisbee literally across where she was, <laughs> which was the most horrifying experience for her because she did this purely because there was nobody else around. Wow. If you relax on vacation, six German women will arrive. <laughs> Inevitably. But what a great example, though, of like the way Europeans view nudity versus this American conception of it being this big, taboo, radical yeah, right. thing. And I think for, for whatever reason, and this really shows my kind of like Americanized and especially, as we've mentioned, in the South tends to be a little bit more conservative even, I think, and in terms of, of the idea that we should wear clothing. Um, I was frankly surprised at how wholesome your story was. Yeah. It, yeah, and that was interesting. And I think there's always this, you know, it's very hard not to titter about it. And you're like, well, people are going to be naked. Is it like a like a sexy sex sex? <laughs> and And the answer is, well, I mean, technically, but one, not in the social areas because that's profoundly rude and it will make people deeply uncomfortable but it's also just you know it's it's decoupling like like we have this american idea that like well you would get nude to bathe or mate and otherwise like you would have mm -hmm. your clothes on you barbarian whereas in cultures with a different aspect of it it's like okay but like it's why why would why would you need a swimsuit if you're just going to go swim in the ocean you know mm -hmm. why do you why do you need all this garb when it's 75 degrees outside and the answer is like well because it because in, in 1517 martin luther yeah because we that was so the experience in greece after a little while was when you have after you get used to the idea of being naked in a public place um, which we did it takes about 10 minutes before it seems completely normal yeah and then there is absolutely nothing strange. And you realize that the huge amount of constructs that society has built around it mm -hmm. to, to do what you say, which is compartmentalize nakedness to do with bathing or sex, as opposed to what it truly is, which is literally a, 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 a means of being natural in the world. Right. Uh, a very mixed up concepts. Mm -hmm. And I suppose the experience of going to a place like Indian Hills is mm – -hmm a chance to challenge that set of conventions. And that's a really interesting experience. And, and I think that is the attraction for a lot of people. But I think it's also just pleasant. Like, especially I'm, I'm very, like I sunburn very easily. Mosquitoes are very attracted to me. Mm -hmm. And so it's, there's like, I do kind of need these layers between me and nature, but there is this idea of just like, Oh, I feel more in nature now. Like I feel closer to it yeah it, it's too much to say i feel more like an animal but you feel like your humanity feels less like oh construed it's just like oh no i'm i'm part of this big system of like things that exist as life i particularly enjoyed your um exam your description of going for a walk Pooh Bear style. No, I did not. I saw someone. <laughs> oh, you, you saw, saw somebody, somebody else. else. Oh, yeah, I, take no, that I, back. I, I did it, James. For real. <laughs> I loved that description, though, and we did go back and forth in editorial a little bit about whether it should be Pooh Bear style or Pooh style. <laughs> yeah, but, it was but either thing. way, the image came across loud and clear. They mm. seem they seem perfectly content, and I and I liked it because it was a brisk morning, and this <laughs> and this couple were just like, no, well, let's be kind of naked, but yeah. let's not get a chill. Yeah. Which I, 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 I just found it very appealing. Yeah, very like, charming. Yeah. Pragmatism. Just no, naked we, where it really counts. We, right. we came here to do something. We're going to do it. But I don't, and, well, like, one of them was like showing the other like some interesting moss or something. Like it was completely normal people. And had I turned my head, I could have seen their beds. It's just. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Just having a little yeah. nature walk. We um, One of 
the things we had to talk about for this was how to illustrate it. How do you illustrate it? What were we going to... We were like, obviously, I don't think he can take pictures there. Like, what are we going to do about the images um, in a way that's, like, not offensive to anyone? So what we usually do when we have those moments is we we give a call or an email to... uh, Burton Durand. Uh, lately, we've been using him quite a lot. We knew that he would capture our vision pretty well. Um, we were just like, whimsical day at the campground naked. And he um, he created this beautiful, beautiful, charming, sweet little piece, like uh, uh, wholesome, I guess. Like the way Alex described this piece as wholesome, this couldn't be a more wholesome depiction of nudity, I don't believe. Um, and, and yet it is entirely depicts, what, about 10 nude people all having a wonderful time yes. in the wilderness without anybody having reason to be offended. I love there's like this woman um, bent over like roasting a marshmallow and the marshmallow is like held just so. So this bearded man with a cowboy hat is prancing behind and it's the marshmallow is like just strategically placed. Mm. Um, So he was very clever with that and we quite enjoyed uh, that process. That's our good friend Burton Durand who is an illustrator based out of Lafayette whose whose work goes far beyond the pages of Country Roads and we're fortunate to to be able to incorporate his work sometimes. Was too busy when we called him. So, oh. y'all, y'all, y'all have the direct line. We, uh, Bert, we, Burton, we have been listening. we have been keeping Burton kind of busy lately. Sure yeah, have. that was probably our fault. Well, Chris, one thing that I thought was really interesting about this piece has to do with like the nature of the business of Indian Hills itself. That really surprised me, which is that it's a family-owned business. Isn't that fun? Mm-hmm. Isn't that yeah. fun? Yeah. yeah speaking so tell of us about tell us about the family a and bit. and like the legal know? aspects of that too. How have they managed to do this? Because Tim's know? second generation, right? Isn't he the son yes. of the original owners? And he didn't even know when he was a child about it, did he? So as as I as I remember my conversation with him and any any errors or my memory is his parents just got involved in I, th- I think this is in this it you know there's a kind of this idea of like the 70s and you know, age of Aquarius and like people going to Europe and being naked in Denmark and w- w- which exists because there is sort of a kernel of truth to it like it is more popular in Europe it does does come out of the sort of 60s and 70s like personal liberation and so his parents were just involved in setting this up it they um the man who started it was – I believe he was German. His name is Gottlieb Kogel. He was – obviously had a German name and I think he was actually from Germany. Well, that's not surprising. And so he um, – you think of nudity as being German in some fundamental sense. <laughs> oh, <laughs> totally. Um, and so he had a friend who worked for him there, Hilda Kramer, Tim's mother, and he um, bequeaths it to her. And so I don't remember the entire story of why – and the – the um, elder generation of Kramers have three or four children, um, and I don't remember entirely why they didn't tell the kids because he's like, oh, no, we knew they like – my understanding is that like, oh, no, we knew mom and dad like walked around naked sometime, but they didn't know that they straight up owned a nudist camp <laughs> is, is – is how I is how I remember the story. Although caveat, wow. caveat, I may be inaccurate. <laughs> and so then you, you know, I think he finishes college or something, and his parents are like, "So there's a family business. It is very nudity forward. <laughs> I don't know the entire mechanism because it's not my business, but there is a 
particular lease that they have on the property, it, it may be from the city of Slidell itself, where it is zoned and you can have a nudist camp on there for 99 years minus however long this agreement's been in place, but it must be it must pass down through this family. They trust the Kramers wow. to do it. The, um, the first generation did it well. They're happy with the changes and improvements um, Tim is making. They don't want them. They don't want this them to just sell this nudist camp to you know like big nude or. <laughs> is there is there big nudism in America? Is that probably in Germany? Is that corporate niche being filled? Oh. I, God, I hate. I hope not. No, me too. It's a matter me of too. time. Something me that's too. unspoiled as is of it, now, probably. Yeah. There's going to be an app called Neuter. Yeah. <laughs> you might want to get that trademarked while you can, Chris. Yeah, yeah, it, right. It's not. It's not where my passion lies. <laughs> really, you don't say. This story could have fooled me. Yeah. <laughs> we are getting to be out of time, but I have to ask you: Would you do it again? I would. I really. It, this. It, and you can see that I'm hesitating to say this. Like the taboo is still there. I I wish I had brought friends because uh-huh. it was it was um, you know, it was really fun. Like it was like okay, it's cool to do this, and they were like we have game nights and we have art and we have yoga you know, and like we there are all these activities. I'm like that sounds really fun. I should get the gang together and go like be making notes. But you're like, are you just gonna like? Add? But then you're like, so Meredith. <laughs> is it weirder with your friends almost like I don't know and, yeah. and, and yeah. that I don't know because I have friends I have friends that I think would do it like I have a friend who's very very into the topless pool at the drifter and I have friends <laughs> and I have friends who have the same kind of playful attitude who'd kind of like do it for a lark and I I don't know if it's weird because I was like no I'd, I think this would be fun we could go we could like sit by the pool we could play some board games it's like which specific friends of yours do you want to say, would you like to go to Slidell and be naked with me? <laughs> and and then they're like, I'm, I'm ma-, and then they tell you, remember, I'm married. You were there. You handed me the rings. You're like, no, no, it's not that. And <laughs> it, it's and so it's like, you know, this is a, like a fun sharing activity, but still like, do but do I quite dare? It's still how you pose the question yeah. really matters in this case, isn't it? How you how you how you make that proposal? Mm-hmm. If, if I asked you. <laughs> you know, it's like prom, but yeah, it's, I I absolutely would do it again. But it's at the same time, like it's hard to it's hard to see where the opportunity is because it's. I mean, that's they call it regularly social nudity, and it's like okay, I want to do this with my friends, but like and there's oh, still some that, barriers yeah. there. Yeah. Well, well, and it and it's you know it's in a way more taboo because like okay, my friends my friends who know me in the real world. You know, you're you know you're naked in front of strangers, like whatever, like that's fine. But it's like, am I really, am I ready to break this taboo in front of people who will will see me the next week? And the answer is, ooh, kind of, oh, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think that your story opened a whole. I, I, I'm sure that a lot of people who saw that on the table of contents flipped to it <laughs> with an with an like a frisson of prurience <laughs> running through their head, and whether they were disappointed or um, or. Whether their hearts were warmed by the experience, I think you opened their eyes to a whole. We haven't castle. gotten any complaints. Not I will one. say that. Not a single, Not one. A single one. I um, do like to think of my naked body as a disappointing but heartwarming experience. <laughs> oh, come on now. Well, on that note, uh, thank you so much, Chris, for being here. Uh, thank you all for having me. In studio. Always a joy.
If this is your first time listening and you like what you heard, and if you're still with us at this point, we're going to assume that you do. Please subscribe to Detours, give us a rating, and maybe even send it to a friend. And if you're not already reading Country Roads magazine, you probably should be. To read online, find a copy, or subscribe to have the monthly issues delivered to your door, visit countryroadsmag.com. Detours is written, presented, and produced by us, the editorial team at Country Roads magazine, James Fox-Smith, Jordan LaHaye-Fontenot, and Alexandra Kenner. Our theme music was written and recorded by Bill Daniel and Sam Shaheen of Naughty Professor and produced by Bill Daniel at Wildchild Studios in New Orleans. The Detours logo and other associated artwork was created by Country Roads Magazine's creative director, Courtney Zimmerman. And the audio editing for this season was done by me, Jordan Lange with the help from Alexandra Kinnan and Sam Shaheen. We'd also like to thank the East Baton Rouge Parish Library's River Center branch, particularly Wesley Morgan, for allowing us to utilize the recording studio in their maker's space to record several episodes for this first season and for helping us along the way. So, until our next detour, don't be a stranger. You can always reach us at detours at countryroadsmag.com. And thanks for listening.